y'all. Thank you for tuning into the mix table today. We're sitting down with Ronnie Do Good. We got Tyrone here sitting with me. It's time to mix it up. Tyrone, talk to these people. Uh, let's mix it up in the sink. It's no dishes. They know I'm finna put it together. It's like stitches. Uh, but I don't need the thread Cause I just lay it down like I took them under the bed But I don't need the sheets of cover to go smother They know I go tell your father and your mother That it is apparent that I am scaring All of these dudes, they know they better get to fearing Me like a nightmare Invest in this so you can go and get a share So pull up a chair and listen to the fable Cause we cutting it up on the mix table uh, and you know how it goes And I come in this thing And I'm just ripping the flows And I'm out with my bros Tie it like a bow Go ahead and just tell them how it goes Tell them how it goes Tell them about the flows Tell them about the power And then tell them about your woes mm. Tell them about that powder That you putting up your nose mm. Tell them about that stuff What you got from your home Yeah, throwing out the back door Throwing some D's on that bitch Yeah, that's for sure Throwing some D's on that bitch, it's all you know. Ronnie do good with your bitch, that's for sure, ayy. And I'm just trying to get by through the day. I'm just trying to find my own way, find some quiet time in that nice quiet place where I can be me and not have to worry about the ranks of this whole gaming system. Let me change your vision, let me change your focus, let me show you how I'm living, let me show you how I'm spitting, let me tell you about my writings, let me tell you about my will and let me tell you about my wisdom, damn, that's all I got to say, that's all I am. Sometimes I find myself tripping, gotta teach to stand, damn, if I'm a teacher then just read your hand. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Read your hand on top of the palms. You know we making it hot. It's on top of the pond. That's on top of the water. You see the way I walk. I'm never on Twitter, but she follow, go and stalk. I gotta find a place to go and eat it up. Let me go and make my plate. I just need to wait. So don't make me waste all of my time. Cause if you do, I will surely hate your presence like a gift this beat was tailor-made for me but i ain't swift so let me go off the rip for my championship they know i'm all in my bag like i'm eating some chips but uh, it's not cheetos no i come through when i got the crazy flow because they know we know how we go and do it uh it sound dumb i'm finna go stupid yeah and when we shoot it's torpedo i got some hoes pouring Pinot Noir mm. straight into the glass for me, bro. Yeah, and all my flows probably ending up on Ebro. I mm. got that cheat code. I got that neat flow. I got that who are you, bro? You don't know me, though. Yeah, I'm up at Okinawa. Uh, I'm with hoes that dress in Eddie Bauer. Mm. I'm in, yeah, I'm with hoes who can't even learn to shower. Cause, damn, they just stinky, man. <laughs> I. Uh, sometimes I don't know what I'm thinking, man. Ronnie do good. I don't give a damn. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Ah. Nice. I yeah. love it. I know I say this every episode, but this is going to be a fun episode. Like, um, <laughs> I, I just got, it's going to be a good day. Yeah, man. It's going to be day. a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Do good, you, good days, baby. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Mixed Table. I am your host, Tyrone McClendon, and by my side, I am joined here by my co-host, my producer, my DJ, my best friend in the world, Mr. Young Seppi himself, Joseph Middleton. Hello, hello to all the beautiful people yeah. out there. 
Thank you for coming. And on this episode, we have a special guest like all of our guests, but this one is special. You know, all of my guests, they come on here, they do all right, but I've never had one come on here and do good. Yeah. I wish I had a padumts on here. I don't have that one, but you know, so my guest here today is none other than Mr. Ronnie Do Good. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me, man. I'm super excited to be here today. Ah, oh, man. I'm super excited to have you. Now, I, I specifically wanted to have you on here. We were talking a little bit before this, but, you know, I'm real bad. I'm real big on giving people their flowers. I'm real big on, you know, telling people, yes, I was very much inspired by you and what you do in this, that, and this. So, you know, we've told the story of how we've come up with this podcast, you know, just hanging out with some friends. But in the meantime, when we were getting serious about it, you know, I was just looking around and looking at things and I came across, um, uh, it was your freestyle Friday series. Yeah. Uh, and it was the episode you had with Suave, my dog, friend of the show. Uh, and I don't know. I was just very much enamored by the whole concept, how just raw and regular it was. It was just you, the headphones, the camera, and we were like, let's just go. The mic, boom, shakalaka. And then just made it happen. So when we were putting this together and we were coming up with guests for people to, you know, who would be great fits for this, I was like, we ha- we have to have Ronnie on here because in a sense, in a sense, without you, there is none of this. Hey, well, I really appreciate that, man. Uh, uh, thank you. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got that off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling real, feeling real grateful, but get the little fan moment out of the way so we can move past it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, Ronnie, now that I got you here, and now now I finally can talk to you, I can, I get to pick your brain a little bit. So, please, uh, please I'm very do. just just interested in you know how you got to be here and how we are here today doing what we're doing. So, let's take it back from the beginning. Where are you from, Ronnie? Uh, I was born in New London, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and uh, my parents, my dad was in the Coast Guard. And uh, shout out all the military branches out there. And it was just 9-11. So we're very appreciative of what they can do for us. But um, so I moved around a lot, like every two, three years. Spent first few years of elementary school in Hawaii. Spent some time in middle school in Germany, Stuttgart. Um, got a lot to see the world. And then moved back to Yorktown, Virginia around seventh grade. Finished out through high school. Um, and then, uh, went to college, did the college thing. And I, now I'm in Atlanta, man. Um, I actually played golf in college. Really? So that's, uh, an interesting thing. I was doing golf and like rapping in high school and I would do talent shows with my friend Parko Green. And we would like, I would just rap at night and practice golf all day. And that was kind of <laughs> like my thing for a while. And then I kind of just was like. I don't know, you know, life happens and then you just find yourself going towards the music at the end of the day, following your heart and stuff. And Mm. that kind of brought me to Atlanta. Um, I I was in Charlotte for college and I was playing golf at this school called Belmont Abbey. And then I like quit the team my junior year. I just like wasn't feeling it anymore or something like that. And I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I would go to Richmond, Virginia to like make music. And um, I had this... uh, we go to the studio it was owned by this man Ray Double R and he was a super nice guy and I would just sit there watch him like recording me and my friends and I was like man I could really do this you know what I'm saying like not like as just like an artist but like I could take like complete charge of this like I'm like just I've always been like a visual learner I could watch somebody do it and just about do it 
And uh, so I just like watched and like kind of was like, all right, then I got Pro Tools on my laptop and started recording myself. And then I found this internship program in Charlotte where they be, it was like they trained you to be like an intern at a recording studio and like kind of how to like signal flow and about like mics and preamps and all that. And I uh, was still like doing rapping and all that. And then I uh, after I graduated, I moved to Atlanta. Got an internship at this studio called Astro Studios mm-hmm. and uh, been making music and like engineering and and that's how I get my, my bread is by engineering. Okay. And that's like my, my side hustle to keep the, the artist dream going. It's kind of a beautiful thing, but. That's very interesting to have an engineer here with us because me and Joe have been having a lot of conversations about uh, the artist engineer relationship uh, mm-hmm. as of recently. So I'm interested just off top what what is your opinion on the whole engineer artist relationship i think it's super important i think it's very important though for the artist to be able to accomplish as much as he can on his own and then for him to find somebody that that sees it the way he does and then can deliver that thing it's a it's a give and take i don't have an engineer for myself like i record myself all day some days i would be like Man, I would love to just be able to sit here and and like go into a booth, for example, instead of like like sitting in front of the microphone and having to turn to my side left and right. But yeah, when I record, I do all my own recording, and so I just set up. I got my microphone here, and yeah. then just the laptop, and you're just like hitting spacebar. Yeah, and you, I don't know, it doesn't go right, and you got to go and you, you sit try down again. and you back it up, and it. Uh, but I know this is gonna be the third straight episode I've talked about this, so sorry to our listeners, but. The, the music that I've been putting out this month mm-hmm. I had what you said You know you have this specific vision You need to take it as far as you can go um, Do you ever have a time When you pass it on to somebody though Do you have trouble letting go of Your like 100% control Over this like I, I kept getting mixes back and they were good And it wasn't what I was looking for Yeah, And I was I don't know I just kept saying Nah this isn't it this isn't it mm-hmm. And then somebody finally pointed out to me I was like no dude this sounds good like like what you had already sent yeah oh no 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 just the what had gotten sent back before yeah it sounded good but i was just so hung up on the fact that it wasn't a hundred percent my mix Mm -hmm. i was like doesn't sound right it's not and i was i was missing sort of the bigger picture of what i was listening to because i was just like oh that one spot in like two minutes and 12 seconds it doesn't sound exactly what i had done do you so do you have trouble like when you give other people your music to or you uh, said you you engineer do you I mix just, and master everything you do i just about mix and master everything i do there are people that i would go to if i ha- if um for like future things in my head i'm thinking about but as of right now it's kind of like uh i'm just like i'm fickle man you know what i'm saying and it's just i know i got it like i can make the beat i can i can rap on it i can sing on it i know what key to put it in and I, I don't really need too much, like just a just a decent mic and a good like preamp and setup goes a long way. And just knowing where to put the mic in your room mm-hmm. goes a long way, and stuff like that. Hmm. This is all very interesting. I've never yeah. And this is the third time we've had this conversation, and it's gone differently. Obviously, yeah. What, what a perfect way to book in the conversation to actually have somebody you know who 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 has a little bit of experience talk about it. Um. But this is getting me to something that I've been thinking about for a while. How important do you think it is now? I mean, we see this in other 
industries and in other ways but now like artists now have to basically be a one-man studio in a sense absolutely but there's a barrier of entry to that too in a way i feel like yeah uh like people like a lot of people don't i mean like you were kind of saying about how with the freestyles like it just kind of seemed like i just set up the camera made it happen like that's really all anything in your life is man it's like that like just say screw it i'm gonna go for it like i'm a i'm gonna learn from what i'm doing now and how to take it further and each time you like find a different way to do things and the more you do it it becomes more familiar and more second nature like i wasn't like really adept with final cut pro before this before like freestyle the freestyle friday series and stuff like but now like it's like um like i edited like my like some of my videos that are out that i shot on super 8 like did them all myself and like that started just because of final cut pro like so okay so i'm interested because you had said earlier that like you started you started music and you just sort of felt like this power to kind of go and and then what you're saying there you just eventually just get comfortable saying fuck it you know like let's just do i'm tired of talking about it like let's do it and i'm wondering because music to me was like the first thing that like opened my brain to like that possibility of stuff and then i was able to apply it to other parts of my life be it creative or just like i don't know just stuff i want to do i'm wondering if you had like if you had that similar like it starts with one thing and then it just like every day Every day there's something that I'm thinking about doing that I probably should just say screw it and do. And it could go from a range of like stuff from like mental health things, like just saying screw it, I got to do this yoga, I got to do this meditation, I got to pray for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just being able to set aside that time or even like to be able to like, nah, for these three, four weeks, I'm not going to drink and smoke. I'm not going to do anything destructive to my, like, thinking. I got to stay super focused. Like, you may think you're being focused when you're doing these things sometimes, even if you're working, but you're going to get distracted, and then you're going to run out of steam and things like that. It all kind of, like, those are things that I constantly think about. Just, like, man, like, even, like, instruments and stuff like that, too. And, like, taking it to the next level. Like, it took me a while to convince myself, like, to, like, make beats and stuff, like, but as soon as I started getting the leap and then started to make things and like, you know, it took like, like it's even like golf, right? Like people, people who play golf, they come into the game and they absolutely suck, but they hit like one shot, like every time they're on the range and you get hooked and you get hooked. And like, it's like that one, that one beat you make gets you hooked. That one rhyme you write, that one little alliteration keeps you coming back for more. Because like, you can see that it's possible. As soon as soon as you do it once, it doesn't even matter if you've done it shitty. Yeah, you've done it, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like I can, I can do this stuff. Like, yeah. Um, One of my favorite Nike campaigns is the "It's only crazy till you do it." Exactly. Love it. Well, this is going to take us to our second segment. This has been very good, thought-provoking conversation here. Uh, but you know, the show is about freestyles so i figured the best way to serve both worlds is to incorporate the conversation into freestyle so that leads us to our segment how do you feel i'm going to toss it over to joe for the rest so okay so this segment how do you feel i'm just going to ask you a question about i don't know something you know and 
answer the question. Uh, to put it to put it in bullet points. That's how this is gonna go. So I'm gonna put on a beat here, and uh, I guess the topic kind of fits with what we've been doing: self reliance. How do you feel about being self reliant? Um, and yeah, I don't know, believing in yourself, doing I don't know the power that you have to make your life look the way that you want it to. The power within. The power within. All right, here we go. Okay. You can start this one off, sir. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. We all got a light inside, just gotta find it. We all got a light inside to say that I'm trying. Shit be blinding. Sometimes I be hiding. Nowhere to confide in. Yeah. Uh. Okay, fuck it. I get up and go, yeah. I get in that mode, yeah. I get in that zone, yeah. I close my eyes, I cannot hide, I'ma just go, yeah. I stay to the code, yeah. I stay on the road, yeah. I stay with the road like a bum boat, like I don't even know how I'ma float, yeah. Yeah. Every new day is another new dollar, yeah. Every another new day, gotta pop my collar, gotta get these flex in, flex on. Every day I got the stress on my shoulders trying to hold me back, but I get on. Every time I get on the beat, I just get off. Yeah, Ronnie do good. I'm too hard. Y'all too soft. Like, like soft cones. Hey, uh, hey, gotta do it by myself sometimes. Gotta do it by myself sometimes. Uh, hey. So let's talk about how I do it on my own Sometimes in order for my uh, I gotta do it on my own Fucked up the first line But that's how it goes yeah. Sometimes I just gotta find the flows Like how I find myself I'm looking for the light Had my glasses off So I couldn't see inside of sight So let me think about my light inside And this here is my prize gotta do it on my own self-sustaining hold up don't you see me going playing by myself i do it like i'm going one-on-one they know i stay hot like i'm coming from the sun set a fire do it in the past got priors know i pray to myself but i ain't shyer LaBeouf, but I know shit gets tough I know I do it And it sometimes get rough So I'm thinking too much I'm thinking I'm stuck I'm caught in the daze I'm stuck in a rut I'm climbing, hopping, and searching Trying to put my foot up on top of that shelf But they gonna push you back down You know that doubt weighs around Like a bad clown Yeah What's that movie? That shit was called It. Well, I'm the shit. Off the top with the zips. Read them and we let it rip. Every new day is another text to show that the fuck. I be stumbling on my words, but I take the ground hop and then I go around the curves. Motherfuckers test my nerves. Motherfuckers try and get your scars open, make you hurt. Try and see what you worth. Trying to see you bleed on your shirt. Trying to see you give it all in every little damn verse they be little your feelings they be little and fuck mm, that's yeah belittling your feelings that's just how it be sometimes the vision you got is hard for them to see so i gotta blaze my own path my valleys so i can go chill out west out in cali hey. not in no valleys but i am the designer 
This how I do it And you know I get beside myself When I'm just chilling with me I'm the one and only You know how it be Mmm Very nice Yeah Very nice Self-reliance Very self-reliance Self-reliance Gotta make it happen Gotta make it happen on your own Ooh That was a tough beat it was, but I mean, hey, that was a tough beat. We yeah. made it work. It was strange. I, I know, I, you know, it was cool. <laughs> I wanted to like sing on it, honestly. <laughs> hey, man, never. We're never opposed to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ronnie, what TV shows you watching right now? Uh, Ted Lasso. Um, it's on Apple TV. What's it's that one about? Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Hmm. It's uh he's like a college football coach and then he just changes up his plan and goes to England and coaches a Premier League soccer team. Interesting. That sounds like just some crazy like when you just describe it like that, it doesn't even sound like a real TV show. And it's like uh it's a funny show and it was like nominated for a bunch of rewar- uh, rewards awards <laughs> and um but it just has this like positive sentiment to it that makes you know like kind of just like help like I don't know, it just helps me feel better about myself and my day. Like, there's, like, a, a line from the first season where he's, like, telling one of his players, like, just have the memory of a goldfish because they have, like, a 10-second memory span. And, like, just things like that. Little one-liners that are, like, funny, like, mm-hmm. but, like, kind of, like, you know, it shows you, like, everything's going to be okay. Now, when you get into a show or when you're trying to get into a show, what are what are some elements that, that you need to, to for a show to, like, hold you in? Uh, I don't really know, man. Um, I like funny. I like to laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. So I like funny shows. I like Rick and Morty. I like, um, but I don't really spend too much time watching TV relatively too much. Uh, so I mean, so we were talking about this last night. Bob's Burgers. I, yeah. I like Bob's Burgers. You saw they're getting a movie. No, I didn't. Yeah, I think that got announced a day or two ago. That okay. They're doing like a full, the full 90 minute deal. But we were talking about this that, like, I don't know. People don't watch movies like they used to anymore. I just People don't have the attention span. Like, it's got to be a good movie if you're yeah. going to get me to dedicate an hour and a half to it. And I'm seeing in this next generation that, like, even TV shows are falling out of vogue. Like, the attention span for a 20-minute show. Like, I want to watch... I want to watch a YouTube video. Like, I want to watch just shorter i don't know people's attention spans are changing and i've noticed that like the the nostalgia cycle is like speeding up the things that people are nostalgic for now it's like a shorter period of time between the present and what you're nostalgic for than it used to be in the past and i don't know i think i think people's brains are literally getting rewired that like these these like periods of time that we exist in mm-hmm. people's perceptions of like the what defines like a period of time is smaller than it used to be. Yeah. Like phases in your life that used to take years are for si- sure are six months now. And uh, and then the COVID vaccine just was ready to go in three months. Yeah. That's all right. I'm vaccinated though. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but that that pains me so much though because I am somebody who lo- I I enjoy the long form of storytelling yeah. or of just doing things in general. And we were having this conversation literally before you got here, just about like in, uh, 
now the big rise in like what were we saying like HD cameras versus like film yeah and stuff like that practical effects versus CGI yeah. and it's like the stuff that takes longer to do is typically the better stuff like it usually has the better the analog way yeah it's typically the better quality thing but there's a reason people stop doing it but there's a reason to bring it back as yeah well. And I don't. I think that's part of like people get caught up that like, oh, this thing I like isn't like the most popular thing in the world anymore when it used to be. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, movies, TV, whatever it is, the thing I like used to be the most popular thing. Yeah. And people see that it's not the most popular anymore, and they're like, there's no value here anymore. Right. And I think people like like going back to the TV show and movie thing, like things I think are so spoon fed to us now. It's mm. kind of hard to develop my own taste. And in those realms, like I definitely have things that I really like, but those things aren't super accessible. Mm-hmm. Like you may be really into like a certain kind of movie or director and and you can only find you like the Netflix or Hulu might not even have it. And yeah. then it's like and then it's like, how much are you going to spend a month to be able to find like what you want to watch and what you want to get into? That's why, like, I've been just reading books lately, man. Like, mm. I'm just saying, like, like, I've, I don't know if you guys have read Dune. I hear it's, it's big, and in the movie, it's hype because the book was so the book, so yeah, famous. the The book is like almost like the it's almost like the the like staple or like the blueprint for like science fiction. Yeah, and like it's super good. Like, it's like a long read, but like, man, I just got drawn into it. I could I get drawn into like biographies and autobiographies mm-hmm. and like i like studying people and but like tv shows like there are definitely like times where i want to sit down and watch them but like honestly if i'm gonna sit down and watch tv i'm gonna watch golf man like that's just me because i grew up doing it it's where like like my grandfather like makes me reminds me of so much like childhood nostalgia and i so i think that's part of it is that like everybody the media that they consume at the end of the day it's about connection and community with people mm-hmm. that and i think that's one when people see that like whatever their genre of whatever is sort of on the downslope of like attention they get mad because they're like my community is shrinking um there's less people that i can enjoy this thing with and i don't know that I, to be fair though yeah. i think a lot of the cool tv shows aren't in season right now no like stranger things mad dope Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, oh, crap. What is it? Is it called Snow? There's that Snowfall? Franklin Saint? Snowfall, yeah. yep. Yeah, We're Snowfall is super dope. Ozark. Like, Ozark is super dope. But, yeah, like, okay. it's every, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's almost like football. It, like, comes and goes in, like, <laughs> a certain it, time of year. And you just, like, it's so funny. And then you're left with, like, the crappy, like, Netflix shows that are, like, recommended to you or, like, super, like, just, like, like, Outer Banks, like, that's not it. Like, it's but, so but funny that, you bring. Hold on, it's so funny you bring up those type of shows. Well, maybe Snowfall is probably the only exception, but uh, <clears throat> because we're we're also talking about you know these periods of time and how they get shorter. Even how TV shows present themselves, like there is rarely the week to week. That's why I say Snowfall is different because it still operates on that week to week basis. But for majority of the big TV shows out now, they don't exist in that week to week basis. Like we just drop it all at once. And then people are like, they spend years making these seasons, and then in two days, people are like, in sixteen oh, hours, yeah. And and there's no, um, I don't know. I love theme songs. 
I that was just it's something I really enjoy about television mm-hmm. that is gone now. And I see that sort of happening across all the mediums that the little the little just extra bits that made something nice. It's all getting cut because mm-hmm. it's not it's not sleek enough or it's not, you know, there's no money to be made in a theme song. Like, yeah, we're paying people want to see the actors on the screen like we have this or and just the skip skip the intro yeah just, i don't know that people people are so caught up on just like consuming at the fastest rate possible that now it's so funny the fascinating thing that i've noticed throughout all of this even as time has changed and you said it here you were talking about books the thing i find interesting about books one if we just go with the whole analogy of like analog versus actually like reading a book is you can't get really any more analog than consuming media than that i guess besides somebody like telling you the story writing a book that's very true (laughs) but um i find it interesting that you know we talk about how people's interests and things have died down we don't but books still thrive very much they thrive very much but they they've taken books used to be the medium Mm -hmm. right and they're not anymore that people still read books and that and that's sort of what i was like books is a great example of that that like just because they're not the most popular thing. It doesn't mean that there's no reason to get rid of books and newspapers and printed media because people still do enjoy it. Yeah. And oh, and that when you have to prove like you have to prove to people like this is the most popular thing to get it to get it greenlit at this point that there's a lot of stuff that yeah. it wouldn't be hugely successful but it would be sort of successful. Well, that's actually and, the phenomenon that I was referring to because books are still very popular. Like they don't seem like it, but you know, when I don't have on my Superman suit during the day, when I'm Clark Kent, I work in a retail place and I've been going to the same store since, I don't know, 2011. And I've seen the CD section damn near disappear for, you know, for other, other obvious reasons why that happened. Mm-hmm. I've seen the movies, the Blu-rays, the, yeah. all that. I've seen that slowly disappear. But the only section that's still, it's growing. It's only getting bigger is the book section. And they tried to come through with the e-readers and get rid of books. And, and they cannot get rid of them. Can't be looking at screens all day, man. Yeah. I need that. Like, I wake up, I got to spend my first 30 minutes with a cup of coffee and a book in my face. I don't even touch my phone until, like, 30 minutes to an hour in. And then, even then, like, that's that next 30 minutes is, like, me on a run listening to music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then coming back and, like, putting on some Bluetooth and just kind of, like, exploring, like, jazz artists that I'm into or finding new bands and stuff like that. That's the thing like with like it's not that I don't like Netflix and Hulu and all that. I think and like shows and stuff. Yeah. I'm just really I'm really trying to find what I'm into. Mm-hmm. And that stuff gets like a lot of options on a menu is overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to like I love recommendations from friends and peers, like on on movies and stuff. But here and there, it's like like the the stuff that comes up that it just looks corny. It looks like like you've seen it before. Like mm-hmm. everything is remade of something different. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I love James Bond. Mm-hmm. It seems like James Bond is the only thing that can do it do the same thing a thousand times, and it still yeah. be amazing. Like. It's so interesting because I was going to make this connection here. And I think the reason why books still thrive and why I think more artistically gifted people like you lean towards books, because books are still the only ground zero 
for creativity, I feel like. Because you think about every movie and TV show that's out now, it's an adaptation of some book mm-hmm. or comic book or something like that. Some story that has been told or just some... Just yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think books are probably the last place, media-wise, where you are still rewarded for thinking outside of the box. I think also it's why people still listen to music on vinyl, but not cassettes yeah. and CD. Like, that... There has been things that have come along and, and, you know, people still stream music or whatever, but like just the tangibility of books, like it's in your hand. You mm-hmm. can, you can physically hold it. And unlike CDs and tapes and all that, where it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of junky. Like you get a vinyl and you get the whole disc and the people, there's still a market for that because yeah. people like and like anytime you like you open up a, a book or a vinyl, there's nowhere to go except the next page. Like how many times do you open up your phone and then like I can't even count like how many times this happens to me in a day where I open up my phone and I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah. And then I'm over on Instagram, but I was supposed to be putting something on my calendar or I was trying to look up something on Google mm-hmm. or and it's just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very it's very like it just takes you. But it, I guess the point I was getting at was more so, and I, I was just trying to understand why books are still what they are. But I think it gets to the point of what you were saying. We're so spoon fed all of our different things nowadays. But books are probably the. I mean, granted, you're reading the information, but it still allows your mind to fill in all of the empty space. Like, yeah. that's why people always say, oh, the book is way better because your imagination lets it be whatever you want it to be. But then once it's created and it's on a screen, Defined to the, that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm curious to see what the, this Dune book movie comes out as. I'm about to get started into the second. They have like several, several episodes of this, of the book. Yeah. I'm about to get into the second one, but I'm like currently on some like, Walt Whitman poetry and Langston Hughes. I did a project on Walt Whitman in like fourth grade. <laughs> Where? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see. I, I'm calling it right now, though, just because of like just based on what I just said. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of well, at least every book, every movie isn't as good as the book. Yeah, I was about to say. I feel like there's going to be a lot of Dune fans who are because I've heard of that book way before it became a movie, so I knew yeah. it had like a strong core base, but. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people who are like, they're just so married to whatever their idea of what the story is. How your own mind puts the images together. How how old is the book? How old is the book? It's got to be from like the 70s. Yeah. So like I know some of my friend's dads were talking about it. Yeah. So I I, I can imagine there's going to be a... a, It's written by this dude, Frank Herbert. I'm not sure when it it was... uh, when it was published, I could see that, but yeah, that that's that's my thing because fan bases just don't allow anything to grow ever. <laughs> um, how's everything going over there for you? Poorly. Um, <laughs> the board has disconnected and I can't find it. So um, okay, fortunately that's going. I'm gonna try to get the music back on in a second here. Okie dokie. Yeah, that technical difficulties. Here we go. You can't escape them. Boom. Okay. Okay, for video resyncing, I'm just gonna clap again. We'll cut this bit out. Cut. Uh. <laughs> okay. So, ah. Uh. Well, I guess we'll just keep the conversation going. <laughs> Hold up, I think I got it now. So, talk to me a little bit, because this is always my favorite thing to ask. How do you manage when things break in the studio? When everything's go, when the studio and the session is vibing, and then like 
This happens. Shit crashes. Uh, how bad does that ruin the vibe? Or how do you recover? I uh, just try and not think about it. And hopefully Pro Tools is super dope. Like recording in Pro Tools, like things crash, but they have this thing called session backup files. And like they have like a, you just go like into the folder and the way everything works, like it's just it like you just can find like, like almost every five minutes it like saves, mm-hmm. auto saves something. And even if you didn't save it, it's got an autosave folder, basically, of, like, your last and anything you've changed or if you want to go back or if you had something and knew where it was mm-hmm. and then lost it. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of, you know, you just kind of trust that technology has that crash-fail-save feature. What's your horror story? Uh, I don't... Man, I don't really have any horror stories because just basically based off of that, like, um, I've never... Like, sometimes some engineers that when I was, like, before I started recording myself, they were kind of, like, annoying. Not annoying. Like, they were just, like, you know, the their hard drive space is their hard drive space. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to have your own hard drive. You got to have, you know, your files at access. And that's really that self-reliance thing. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, the, like, on some... Ableton... And, like, because I produce in Ableton, and, like, I was just cooking up with my friend and machine the other day. We made this whole beat, and we didn't save it. And, like, right at the point where we were, like, going to save it, it crashes, and you lost the whole interpretation. But then, like, we were just like, damn. And then we just loaded up another session, made a new beat, and it was even more fire. So it was like... Because those are your only two options. You can give up at that point, call exactly. it a day, or persevere, but... Shit, and it's funny because before we got started, I was saying how yeah, all the, this was a new way, it's um, inevitable, man. And and it's like we haven't had a consistent thing to break. Like it isn't one thing that's always breaking. Mm-hmm. It's everything has now broken once. Yeah, and, um, Murphy's law. I haven't I haven't explored too much into the podcast and visual recordings. Uh, like the my only experience has been with the GoPro and just being on Pro Tools and having to sync where i said the one word mm-hmm. and line it up with like the verses and stuff like that and so that's just like then i it's there's really nothing to pro tip yeah the clap the clap mm-hmm. yeah helps syncing so much easier yeah you just yeah. got that one peak and you just mm-hmm. go line it up yeah i know with adobe like they're really good at like matching the the syncing like visual audio mm-hmm. with audio like an mp3 or wave file and that's always been super easy, like, when you're, like, editing videos. But I haven't figured out that too much in Final Cut, so that's kind of... Shout out to all my editors out there. Yeah. Is everything good? Uh, yeah, we're, we are back recording. Okay. Music's playing, like, so I think it's time for segment three. Sounds like it to me. Well, Ronnie, we've made it to our Pint Ultimate segment here. Um, you know, our last segment we like to sort of reserve for, like, a game type mm-hmm. of freestyle sort of thing. So our segment today, uh, it's so funny because you you mentioned it before we got here. We haven't done that segment in a while. So for you, sir, Mr. Ronnie Duguid, we are going to be stepping into the three toes of life. We got three beats here ready for you. Very vastly different beats here. And absolutely. We're just going to we're just going to see how it goes. Hell yeah. Sounds like it to me. Here we go. All right. Sensational. And we're still recording because now I've got to check that every eight seconds. Um, all right. I'm thinking you, you, you want to start it with The Rock? 
Let's start it off. Here we go. Who? Okay. Hmm. Where do we start? Where do we start? Uh, so let me go find my place in this flow. Let me go show these people how I go my thing. Uh, so let me bring it back like that. Came in this thing to go and attack. And they know I'm finna put it in the rap. That means that I'm finna get in my bag. No curse. This is a curse. Hit him and I'm finna leave him worse. Put him in the back of the hearse. Cause this is about to be his last day on this earth. This planet, they can't stand it. Had to kill it. It's a habit. Like gymnastics, I'm way too fantastic. And they know that it's a habit. Mm, gotta grab it. And they know I gotta let go. And they know I gotta see where these people. Uh, so go. So, yeah. Uh, this is a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I gotta have it, I gotta snatch it I got three birds in my fucking hat trick I got four hoes trying to do some bad shit I got crazy, I'm going acid Yeah, I'm tripping, I'm uh, And we're in, yeah But it's okay, it's a new day New dollar, yeah Every new way gotta holler, yeah All I do is pop my collar, yeah All I do is count these dollars, yeah I might go and fuck me a model, yeah I might go drink a little Modelo, yeah I might go and play the cello, Mm. yeah I got some bitches playing Othello, yeah Shit, I'm just mellow, yeah Hey That's who I think I am Alright Let's move it on, let's keep it going Here we go, We're we're gonna take it east We're gonna take it east, let's see Take it east Uh Oh Okay. I just told you. That's who I think I am. Uh, so let me go and play on them strings. In other words, let me do my thing. Hold up, I'm sounding like a fiend. Cause when I kill this shit, I'm finna be too mean. Uh, I feel like a beast. Eating the beat up like I had a feast. Hold up, let me pull out the Jeep. I'm with a TLC, that means I'm on the creep. So don't look over your shoulder. Had to put them in line like I put them in the folder. I'm too hot like I'm about to smolder. Say I'm too hard, but I feel like the boulder. No, I'm not the rock. Don't play me not a jock. Out of space, I'm like Spock. And I got it on lock. Hold up, let me take them off the block. Like just an outcasted outsider They put you on a team and trade you like an insider The only time I feel alive is when I'm inspired I'm late night Seth Myers on a gin diet I spend my days fitting flows to these couplets and stanzas Friends fall off, can't keep up with your standards I don't do shit, I just lead by example And get to the money, hold it down, you get a handful Can't force me out like you got the wrong piece It's Ron Skiat, motherfucking artiste I'm permanently here, wrote this shit in Sharpie You only got your permits, you can't keep up with me, that's why Everywhere I go, yeah, I feel like I don't belong, yeah, everywhere I go, shit, I swear something's wrong, yeah, I just ain't the type to fit in, got a guillotine on my fucking mind, I split the difference, they hating on your intuition, they doubting on your superstition, they look at you with the glasses, who is this kid, I'm too different, I'm sliding on that shit with the lubricant, yeah, I got the tube spinning on the fucking pool with it. Mm. I'm chilling, man. Really not a problem. Ronnie do good like Phil Mickelson. Really do good like the leader of Gotham. Ronnie do good. He'll solve all your problems. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it going. All right. Let's keep it going. Here we go. Ooh, okay. This one's a little different. A little bit of a little bit of throat singing. Here we go. Okay, pause. <laughs> Sensational. Pause that too, future. 
Hey, uh, ooh, okay, mm. okay, mm. okay, uh, uh, hey, uh, let me get on the beat and go float. It's coming from the back, ain't spitting from the throat, but I'm the goat, like I be chilling with sheep. These niggas know I lay it down, like I put them under sheep. So lay on the pillows, they fly like a willow. I had to clean them off, like I used a Brillo pad. Don't get sad when I'm all in my bag. I had to zip it up, like I got it straight from Glad, but. This ain't plastic, I just make a classic No, I come through and then I gotta go smash it This is the thrashing that all of you fools deserve No, I do it, man, I gotta bring it around the curve Not a circle, glasses on my face like Urkel We too royal, we dressed out in purple No, I gotta hurt you, it ain't no purpose Hold up, you see I kill him with the service Yeah, none of my hoes got curfew Yeah, hold up, I might murk you Hold up, Ronnie, do good. I'ma curve you, slide around and turn you. Uh, okay. I'm off the top with it. I'm always rocking it. DG on my collar, you know I'm popping it. It's do good, do better than all you could. Do better when it was off, do better when it was on. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just run. All I do is run. All I do is win. All I do is run. Call it Ron Adam, bitch. You know I got the kamikaze bombs. Drop them on your mom, bitch. Yeah. Hmm. How much time we got? It's looping, so however much you want. Oh, okay. I guess we can give him a little bit more. A little bit more. A little uh, bit more. Uh, uh, hey. Uh, let's go and kill it from the night to the dawn Me and Ronnie do good I call that shit Tyron Ooh. Not Woodley So you could see How this boy makes his shit look effortlessly I do it for free But normally I charge a fee But this time I had to kill it with ease I'm on freeze Not ice I had to think twice I cook it up I put it on the side like rice Yeah, you gotta go half and half for the rice Two cups of water one cup of rice, hey. one bitch, and she shaking my dice. Uh. That's right, you know I'm too damn nice. Yeah, Ronnie do good, but he's kind of a mean guy. Yep, Ronnie do good, but he left got that mean side. Mm. Yeah, Shorty trying to get my meat tight. Whoa, I don't even know what that means, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm besides myself. I'm not happy. I'm, I came in this bitch wearing some khakis. Um, I'm spitting like that sweet laffy taffy. Yeah. Come get at me, bro. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Take it in. Take it in. I love it. 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 Ronnie, man. Thank you so much for coming up here today, man. Appreciate you guys for having me, man. Oh, man. Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was a good time, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. Got out of my comfort zone, you know what I'm yeah, saying? This was our most unorthodox episode yet. So Absolutely. Thank you for letting us, you know, push a little, push some boundaries. So It's hey. all about growth. Elevation is the name of the game, you know? Indeed. There you go. I love it. Well, Ronnie, well, since you're here, you've made it to the top of the mountain. The only thing left for us to do now is to just let the people know what have you got coming up in the upcoming future? Where can they find you, your music, your work, all of that good stuff? You can look into that camera right there. Hey, you can uh, find me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter at Ronnie Do Good. Uh, I'm about to drop my next single, Takeoff, on October 1st. 
and uh, it's gonna be a good one. And then I got a little EP coming up after that. I've been rehearsing with the band, homies, so we got some good performances coming your way. Yeah, it's gonna be a do good fall for sure. Love to hear it. And y'all remember, please go support the producer communities here. All the links to everything we've used in this episode is gonna be in the description. Hey. Go buy some beats. Go spend some money. Let these people quit their fucking jobs. Please. Absolutely. Please. Love it. It's all we're ever trying to do. Love it. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Once again, I want to thank our guest, Mr. Ronnie Do Good. I want to thank my Mr. Young Seppi himself, my DJ, for doing exactly what it is he always does. And of course, I want to thank you all for listening. So that's going to do it for this episode of The Mixed Table. Tune in next time where we're going to be mixing it up with somebody else. Thank you all for watching and listening. Have a good one.